Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie. 2023 is still in effect. That's right. And this is episode 429. I'm so happy to be reunited with Lincoln. How you doing, Lincoln? I'm doing well. It's good to be back in New York. Absolutely. We're going to get all the update on that. But of course, joining us in Brooklyn is Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. Brooklyn's definitely in the house tonight. We're going to have a great show. I'm so excited. Yay, exactly. You know, the last time we saw you, Lincoln, was here in my studio here pre holiday season how was your holiday and new year's it was great we got on a plane the thursday before christmas we left on time we arrived 20 minutes early in san francisco and as we were leaving the airport i looked up at the screen and it was just canceled canceled delayed delayed canceled wow and we were early we were so lucky very lucky. And, I remember that. Yeah. Then we had the day before Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day, all in the Bay Area. And this year, I said I'm not driving more than five miles. So we didn't. We spent it with my god sister, and we had a great time. And we had visited family and cousins, and it was uh, my god sister's grandchild's first Christmas. So that was oh, quite a celebration, dude. which was nice. We got her. Um, a rainbow teething toy because we wanted to be the first rainbow as the gay uncles in oh. her. So we're going to do a rainbow theme with a lot of our gifts to her in the years ahead. And we also got her a Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Which is oh. awesome. And then um, it rained in California a lot of our yeah. trip, which being in a house and just feeling the rain outside and not really hearing it, but knowing it's there, and also keeping my eye on the house during this big rain was a real benefit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was in the Bay Area, too, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so we didn't really travel a lot. We did one day in the city, and it was the one day that it was sunny, so that was great. Um, You might be able to hear Pretzel in the background. She had a good recovery in California, and then we had a really mellow New Year's, which was beautiful. And um, stayed there the whole time. We were supposed to go to Texas to visit my father in Houston, but his wife got pneumonia after having COVID. Uh, So we thought we'll go again. We'll go visit them in February. And a couple things that we did do is we watched the entire Harry Potter series. 
Wow. All nine films. I think there's nine of them now, or eight. The second one has two parts. Peter had never seen Harry Potter. Really? Yeah. Well, you can put me in that list, too. I have not either. Oh, my God. It's so good. I've seen Harry Potter. Oh, my God. I haven't. Are we even really friends? I haven't shown you Harry Potter. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, it's well worth it. And what's great about Harry Potter movies, at least for me, and Peter as well, you dream in Harry Potter land when you watch them. So I dream I can I fly and I dream I have a wand and I, you know, it, it was, <laughs> it was really great. And I watched Wednesday for the second time, the series okay. Wednesday from beginning to end. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And you pick up nice. so many more things the second time. I can't wait to watch it a third time. So good. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch that one for sure. Maybe next holiday season. Yeah, I'll watch Harry Potter for sure. Well, we are happy you're back, Lincoln. Thanks. And it sounds like a wonderful holiday and happy new year to you. Thank you. Okay. Well, one of the topics that you missed that we were talking about last week was about Rolling Stone's top 200 best voices of all time that's caused a bit of a stir we got some comments back, and one comment, Jay Durso82 wrote, This was a great episode. I agree with Cody about the Rolling Stones singer list. <laughs> there you go, Cody. I bet you're happy about that. And then uh, Jay, um, that's what he came here to say, he said. Also, on the comments, uh, Love your podcast. Your open and knowledgeable discussions help break many many negative stereotypes. Greetings from Magnus from Sweden. Thank you, Magnus. But what we were talking about, uh, Lincoln, and we'd like you to maybe weigh in. One of the reasons many people were up in arms about Rolling Stone's 200 list of best voices of all time was that it emitted, omitted, Celine Dion. Right. I and read about that. I did, yeah. And I was not mad at that. Cody was mad at it. Many of the gays were mad at it. Would you, were you mad at it? Just let us know. Absolutely. She has a beautiful okay. voice. Two, top 200? She should be yes. on there. That's obvious. And Taylor Swift was on there. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I think Taylor Swift is a, maybe a great songwriter, but as far as yes. if you're just going over voices... Yes. Was Madonna on there? No. no. Okay. Was Lady and Gaga was, on so there? The thing, yes. Okay. Yeah. And so was it in order point. of greatness or was it just 200? Order so of you, greatness. Number one was Aretha Franklin. Right. Okay. And the thing about it all that I liked about it, Ozzy Osbourne was on the list and it wasn't, and they did preface it, and this was my point, it's not to say that there aren't amazing singers. It wasn't the best singers of all time. It was the best voices, and voices meaning, and this was their description, which I agreed with as well, was that it had to do with the impact that their voice has had on the music culture. Of So that being said, I was telling Cody on the episode best voices there's so many great voices of all time mm-hmm. i went to i was telling you i went to a wedding and it had five of some of the best singing voices i've ever heard they're not obviously on the list because no one knows them and so it wasn't that kind of a list otherwise you know it was just impact voices and so that's why i think but it's um, celine dion 
I mean, she has one of the best voices in the world. She's made such an impact. In French and, I mean, my favorite Celine Dion album is her French one. When before she came to America, I actually uh, used to spin to two of the songs in French. And people always were like, that song was so incredible. Who was that? I was like, it's Celine Dion, believe it or not. And it was in French. I, I, if I find the song, one of my favorites, I'll, I'll send it to you guys to listen to. Yeah, that's, funny thing that's a big her. miss. The funny thing about Celine and me is when I worked, uh, I used to work at a radio station back in the day, KBLX Radio, Quiet Storm. And when I worked there, we played one of her very first songs. And it wasn't even, it was like Kenny G and Celine on one of her early albums. I don't remember the song. I loved that song and we overplayed it like our station totally did. And that's what my introduction to her, but it was like an understated song for Celine. And I loved that kind of song from her. Don't always love the overhyped ones, but you know, it, maybe it was a miss, but she, I'm glad she's getting all the love that especially with, are showing I mean, her especially what with, she's going through right now to also, well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I know. Sad, it is sad, a little sad. bit. Yeah, I know. Barbara Streisand um, well, on there. I obviously have to Google the list. Never mind. <laughs> Google the list. Streisand yeah. was on there. Jennifer Hudson was not on there, though. Jennifer Hudson, Bruno Mars was not on there. Janet Jackson wasn't on there. Because I have really? I have a list of who they... I have a whole... <laughs> I made a list for her for my notes. Adina Menzel <laughs> was not on there, right? She was not on there. See, and she has one of the was, most unique voices ever. So if you're yeah, if you're saying I, this voice quote unquote thing to have a unique voice or right then there's some misses on there yeah. definitely and they're here and they're feeling the pain I I love though thank you guys though for uh, always comment you can comment on our tags podcast Instagram we love it when you do that um, I love live anything that's live I listen to a live. BBC Radio 1 dance every Friday. And I decided to uh, WhatsApp the DJ. And they she shouted back out at me oh, at, from London. Sweet. I know. St- Stevie in New York working out, she said. And I was like, ah! I was like screaming, super excited. <laughs> I love live. I love radio. I love anything like that. And it's like my favorite thing. So I also listen to uh, live programs all the time. And we want you to keep talking back to us. Um, keeping on the music angle, though, you'll be happy to know you may have heard this, Lincoln. Your, one of your favorites, Peter's favorite, Kim Petras, is going to headline World Pride's epic concert. Did you know this? Oh, where? The first out trans woman to top the charts globally will star in the closing concert. Kim Petras, German pop star, broke a record with collaborator Sam Smith with their song on the Billboard's Hot 100 earlier, uh, late last year, I should say. Sydney World Pride runs from February 17th to March 5th and wow. will feature an official opening ceremony, a human rights conference, and a First Nations gathering. And she's, wow. I guess, closing it all out uh, as the headliner. That's huge and really exciting. Oh, yeah. So really I'm happy sure you guys her. remember this, but she performed at the Pier Dance this year. That's what? right. And, so, and tell us how she was. We were in the pit of her concert, and she was great, and I didn't know her music Hardly at all, but she really hit it, knocked it out of the park. Actually, this might be a little rude, but I had never seen her. 
I listened to Sex Pop and her first album, which is much darker. Slut Pop Pop is the, thank you, Peter. Slut Pop is her, was her next album. Her first album even had Elvira on it and was very dark and like blood and, you know, dark. And um, Slut Pop was really good, very poppy. And then I got sent her newest album, which hasn't been released yet, which is really good. But I have to say, seeing the unholy and seeing some of her videos, she's kind of, she wasn't as spectacular as she was seeing her live. I guess my expectation might be a little higher now, but she was really good. She didn't sweat. She danced the entire time. She sounded amazing. And some of the stuff I've seen since then has been a little eh, but she was a great live performer. I would see her again in a heartbeat. Well, people can see her March 5th, like I said, for World Pride in Sydney. If you're going to go to that, let us know. We want to hear from you. Okay, also keeping on the music, Lincoln, of course. Madonna is rumored to be planning a 40th anniversary tour. The Queen of Pop is planning an anniversary tour that will feature, obviously, her hits. And it's rumored to be starting in dates already booked in london and she's in talks with jamie king i met jamie king back in la when um i met him long time ago and he's her creative director who did madame x and so many of her other tours and so this could be really exciting are you excited about this did you hear about this lincoln i am i i i looked at the dates in berlin or in june um, of this coming year, I guess it's going to end in America instead of start in America. So I'm excited to see what, you know, I never bet against her. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. Link or Cody, would you go see Madonna on her group? You're, you're like Madonna a lot, but this might be the tour for you to see because it's not like one album. It's not her latest. It's like her hits. All the hits. That's what I want to hear. And, you know, Janet's supposed to be going on tour, too. I got my tickets for that. Beyonce's going on tour. So I don't know. Rihanna? Didn't you say Rihanna before? Oh, my gosh. Really? I think so. Let me Google it. Well, she's doing the halftime show. And usually if you do the halftime show, you spark a tour out of that. But when's the last time Rihanna had a new song? Well, exactly. So maybe this, but maybe all of this is going to spark new material. And just yes. as a heads up, just because it's a greatest hits tour with Madonna does not mean she's going to perform them like they first came out. Oh, that's okay. No. I like a all. little okay. revamp. Just well, that's sure. the whole thing. I think <laughs> uh, it's been sparked by a lot of her TikTok videos where she's remixing them, often putting in a different artist to kind of come onto an old song and you know, she doesn't do anything the same. So there might be a little bit of nod to the obviously homage to the original, but she always does it a new way. And that's, I think I love, I personally love that. Maybe diehards might not like that as much, but we'll have to see. So, all right, moving on. Unless Cody, you found out something. Oh, Rihanna Rihanna is going on tour. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay, that's a lot of people. Okay, well, we've got to get into hot topics. And one of the things that I couldn't help but notice was, you know, recently, well, 20 um, more hashtag bottom problem tweets are topping Queerty's list, bottom problems. And if you remember, we did a whole thing on top 
privilege. So this is bottom mm -hmm. problems. And the, some of the ones that caught my attention were hilarious. Let me just, um, when you douche and star for a guy and he doesn't show up, time That's wasted, hashtag bottom problems. Somebody else wrote, I douched too much for a nearly dead bathhouse, hashtag bottom problems. There's a few others. This one, I think I really like. If we agree to hook, if we agree to hook up, the top should cash app the bottom $25. Then when you show up, you get it back. But if I waste my time preparing and you, you're a no show, at least dinner's on you. Yeah. I like that one. And this last one that caught my attention by Luna Belmont in New York says, my eyes are a size queen, but my ass is a size zero. Hashtag bottom problems. <laughs> These are things that um, I think that we think about. You know, I'm actually going on a date tomorrow. I was telling you, Cody, offline. Yeah. I met a guy on the nude beach last summer, and we on New Year's Eve, saw him on the dance floor because I went to the Eagle at 3 a.m. and reunited with him, and we are going on a date tomorrow night. But I'm not worried about this. I also listen to Dr. Goldstein a lot, who's been on our show, mm -hmm. Proctologist, and I think my diet is just good that I'm not worrying about this kind of stuff. I'll be good. Who's to say that we're even going to go there on that but i think i'm confident enough i mean cody you've said before in the past that you just eat what you want as and you allow joe who yeah. i believe is more at the bottom in the relationship but yeah, you can tell us more well i don't i've never bottom for joe so yes he's the he's the bottom in our relationship wow. i'm not that i wouldn't i wouldn't i know right i'm revealing so many secrets you could be two sides you could be two sides wow I know. <laughs> It's you know, it's early 2020 day reveal. Let me get yeah, out my true. notebook on Cody. <laughs> dog anyway, sorry. But he's expressed interest, and I haven't said no. I just said, you got to let me know a week in advance. And send, I guess now send me $20, too, because <laughs> if I have to that prepare the, and douche and all that kind of stuff. That is the 25, least, by the way. That, 25, That is yeah. the least sexy thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You need to Venmo no, me $25 <laughs> to live up to our bottom top situation. And then if you do, you get to, No, I, I am so I'm so happy I'm not single. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's hard. Cody, were you done or no? Yeah, I was done. Pretty yeah, much. no, I mean that. I think that was a joke, but I, I, there have been a couple times when you know you think you're gonna go and get it, and then somebody ghosts you or something doesn't happen. You know, you chalk it up to whatever. You're clean down there, maybe for the next day, but. I can feel them. What are your thoughts on this, Lincoln, about like, how does this work? Are you, do you have a reveal for us between? <laughs> no reveal here. Cody? Peter is always ready. <laughs> and, oh, like, oh. especially during our first, well, no, we always say porn star ready. Yeah. That was like, wow. a, that was kind of a catchphrase when we first started dating. And like, again, I, that is not the focus. It's more about the connection. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but right. You know, I don't believe in bottoms pot uh, problems or tops privilege. It just is what it is, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And if you have a uh, a size queen mind and a what is it, a size zero booty hole, yeah, yeah. and you, 
You should be talented with that mouth. What that mouth do is what I got to say. Hashtag what that mouth Good do. Good point. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> There's always a workaround. There is. You just got to get creative. Yes, Definitely. <clears throat> All right. Well, you know, with everything going on politically right now, and we're not going to get too much into that, but with the right seemingly targeting our community so much, drag shows, pronouns, are all targeted by Arizona Republicans right now. Two Republican Arizona lawmakers are opening the legislative sessions by seeking to restrict drag shows. One of them, State Senator Anthony Kern, filed a bill that would ban drag performances during certain hours, aimed primarily at quashing drag brunches, and another that would prohibit them on public property or any location where they could be viewed by a minor. And another, John Kavanaugh, chimed in with a bill to ban the use of state funds for drag shows targeting minors. Oh, wow. So Kern's bill stipulates that a drag show could not take place between 1 a.m. and 8 a.m. Hello. Monday through Saturday or between 1 a.m. and noon on Sundays. It would put drag shows in the same category as performances featuring nudity. Drag Race is in full effect. New season, MTV, just launched. I have to watch part one and part two tonight. It is good. When they're coming after and, and really associating drag with inappropriate behavior and really coming after our livelihood, what does this say? It's just reprehensible. I don't understand why they would want to outlaw something that's giving so many people joy. Are we going back to the dark ages? Are we going back to prohibition? What's going on in these people's minds as far as just wanting to outlaw someone, not only someone's livelihood, but just someone's way of being to enjoy themselves and and what sparks joy? I, I don't understand it. I can't I can't get behind it. I don't I don't know. That just shows the, another reason why everybody should be voting and we need to vote this man out of office because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, Lincoln, just because the same drag queen was interviewed and said, don't they have anything other to come after? Aren't there any more important issues to raise other than drag performances and what people are doing? This is your top priority Is was their point and what are your thoughts when you see this because we all knew that there's a shift towards the right and really restricting our lgbtq rights but did you think it would come to this well i think it's a distraction that's that's what stuff like this always looks like to me there are bigger issues they don't have any solutions they're not fixing problems They're trying to cause more chaos and more separation. And it's working in a small way, though. Do you Mm. know what I mean? Like, I understand most, I would say the majority of people have no problem with the drag show. If you don't like drag, don't go to the show. We're not corrupting children by reading them a story dressed as a woman and being a character. That is the argument. They're making this into, you know, a huge thing because it's getting the attention and the buzz that they want while they're throwing other legislation through that is limiting other rights, either either for gay people or for women, you know, or, or the environment or whatever else. And 
this leading through chaos is just so frustrating. And I was so hoping that when we got the twice impeached Donald Trump out of an office he should have never been in, that the Mm -hmm. chaos would subside. But looking at what's happening now with the House and what's happening with stuff like this, it's still around. So you're right, Cody, we have to get out, we have to vote, we have to stand up for our rights and for other people's rights as much as we can. Yeah, I agree with you 100% because I think that what they're doing is they're trying to radicalize all of their followers to be distracted from the real issues that you pointed out and get them point up in the direction of, you know, something completely harmless like a drag queen. But on the other hand, they're just incensing us and kind of radicalizing us to really fight back from their rhetoric. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Staying on the distraction, this next story, which is kind of similar to what we're talking about. I don't know that I'm really mad at this. A conservative, so watching porn online in Louisiana now requires an ID verification. And this is from a conservative lawmaker said, she said to author the legislation to protect young people. And as of Sunday, people that will be logging on to the internet in Louisiana wishing to watch pornography must first upload their driver's license. According to the law that went into effect, websites that publish pornography are required to verify a user's age before granting access to adult content. To access the material, users must verify their driver's license via LA Wallet. Quote, due to advances in technology, the universal availability of the internet and limited age verification requirements, minors are exposed to pornography earlier in age, the law reads. Pornography contributes to the hypersexualization of teens and prepubescent children and may lead to low self esteem, body image disorders, and an increase in problematic sexual activity at younger ages an increased desire among adolescents to engage in risky sexual behavior. I don't know that I'm totally mad at this. Right? At all. (laughs) This is, by the way, by Representative Lori uh, Schlegel, who sponsored the bill, a conservative lawmaker. How do we feel about this? I don't know that this really bothers me because... We've talked with our other co-host, Jeremy, who's of an age uh, when porn, like, so I didn't grow up with porn on the, you know, I didn't have, we didn't have phones. (laughs) So, and at best, I got it probably on VHS Mm -hmm. when I was 18, 19. Oh, 
um, but of age, right? That's but I'm assuming by of age, they're oh, 18. Sorry. That by was much earlier. That's what that O was all about. So. Right. I was so, much younger. So, oh. but Jeremy talks about being, you know, porn. Jeremy talks about getting it very early on and sneaking to get it on and all this kind of stuff. I don't know that I'm really mad at this. And I know this is from a, a, a very right politician republican politician to me this doesn't bother me i think you know to put it off for a little bit now are there always going to be ways to get porn yes Mm -hmm. i mean your friend back in the day came by with a magazine or there was always ways to get yours all the hormones are racing people you will always find a way to get find out about your sexuality just because you're so horny. I don't know, corny. Um, corny. <laughs> We're going to call Cody corny from here forward. Corny Cody. How are you, corny? Excuse me, so my apologies. Funny. Cody. Horny Cody. Yeah, yeah horny me. Cody. Yeah. And I, <laughs> that's hilarious. So what are your funny. thoughts on this? Do you agree oh, with man. me? I do agree with you, actually. I, when you were reading it, I was like, well, that doesn't all sound all that bad. Now, do I think it's the simplest and only solution as far as it's concerned? Because I do think that children should be parented by their actual parents. They should have a big hand in what their kids see on the Internet and what I think that that should be the first level line of defense as far as the kids being exposed to pornography out there in the world, because I know that my parents, when I was younger, they might've been a little bit lackadaisical now that I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Because like we mentioned, like I mentioned just two minutes ago, I found my BHS tapes way earlier than 19. I think I was uh, 14, 15, maybe 12. I, and, and, I don't know. I was pretty young. I was in my early teens when I first found tapes, VHS, VHS tapes. I don't even know how to say it anymore. Now that we're in 2023. <laughs> Magazines, things of that nature. And I do think that if, oh God, I'm going to talk about bad about my mama. Uh, now if she would have had a heavier hand, but she was working all the time. Um, if she would have had a heavier hand, then I would not have been exposed to it at, as early. So you know how I never agree with you guys, but this time I do. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, wow. And, and Love the that. way I look at it is I remember I went to my elementary school, which means I was in fifth or sixth grade, and there was a dirty magazine mm-hmm. hidden under a like the back of a building that Ooh. all the kids were talking about mm-hmm. and how utterly stimulating that was at the time. <laughs> I, that's a that's a memory of mine. And then I also remember when I was doing Rocky Horror. No, it must have been before that, that I went somewhere and I got a VHS tape and it was like gay porn. And I hid that in my house mm-hmm. and I would put it in the VCR. And I, you know, being a altar boy and a Roman Catholic, I was like, well, I can only watch it once a week. Like, like somehow the guilt was like, oh my God, if I, I only do it once a week, it won't be quite as bad, you know? So I remember that I might still have that videotape somewhere. And that you folks is the Catholic religion. Yeah, that is the Catholic religion. And I still <laughs> I love, love that. that that's always in the back of my mind, no matter what I do. Back but the point I'm making is that that all happened way before I was 18 or 19. 
And having it at my disposal the way it is now at those ages. And there has been, I'm not the first one to Mm -hmm. say this, there's been a lot of studies on straight men in our civilization and how between the gaming industry and the porn industry, they are fucked, excuse my pun, but they're fucked as far as connecting with women and, and knowing how to actually have sex with a woman because the precedent is set in porn that they've watched. And I think gay Mm -hmm. porn is much more along the lines of what gay men do together to a degree. Don't beat me up with that, but I do think there is a lot more man on man stuff that happens in gay porn. That's not necessarily what happens in straight porn between men and women. Right. Like you see what my point with that. Yeah. It's, it's it's nipping men at the balls as far as it's, corrupting their brain. So I have no problem with limiting the access to people that aren't mentally developed to watch stuff like that. Cause you know, just the way people look at TikTok, that if they have access to porn 24, they're just going to sit and look at it and it damages your, it stretches. I always compare it with stretching a rubber band. It, that rubber band is so stretched. It's never coming back to what it's supposed to do mentally mm-hmm physically, emotionally. So I'm, I'm for it. And I say this a lot. I don't think people on the right or people on the left all have none of the answers or all of the answers. So the fact that right. this was presented by someone who is more right wing, I'm okay with that. I'll never deny that. You, you yeah. can be independent. You could be far right wing. If you have a good idea, it's a good idea. We're all trying to get better. I mean, a broke clock is right twice a day, right? Yeah, so, there you go. go. I love that. <laughs> and, I'm, and I just think, as opposed to in Phoenix, what they're proposing over there about, what, to me, that's a waste of time. At least what this representative is doing is presenting something that really is affecting the way we look at sex. It's not to say that young people won't have sex, and but it, it really does... You know, why not push that off a little bit longer so that you don't because most of porn is unrealistic, unrealistic goals on what you're going to experience in life. And if you're getting it at 12, 13 or younger at such early age, the imprint that it could have on your mind, heck, it has it on my mind. Sometimes I have to take a a break from porn so that. When I go on my dates that I'm going to go on, that my expectations aren't unrealistic and that I can actually have a healthy sexual experience with somebody that I want to be with, a person. And so who's, so if that's me at my age, who's just, you know, at such an impressionable age, I think this is a good thing. I'm well, happy for it. Two quick points yeah. about what you're saying. First of all, what you're saying, Steve, is correct. Like if you, the date you're going on, Right. Tomorrow, if it doesn't go well and you just go home and jerk off to porn and go to bed, what is that doing to your brain? You know, like you didn't have a right. good date. So sit with it and see how they're not a match and go to bed and wake up the next day and meet someone else without that juggernaut of, you know, watching exactly what you wanted for the time that you wanted it. It mutes you for the future. Yeah. I'm not attacking you. You understand what I'm saying? No, no. It has of course. It, right? Yeah. But <clears throat> with the point that you bring up, the argument of the point is who gets the driver's license information about what you're about to watch online and is that censorship for other things, right? That would be the argument 
yeah. that the opposite person mm-hmm. would say of, wait, I have to put my personal information into a device to see this. Well, then who knows I'm seeing this because I disclose that information. And then what else are they going to try and censor me from seeing? But this is a good point. But it's no, it's a, it's a good point to bring up. But of course, when you go into certain movies or clubs, you have to present an ID, and often they slide Correct. it and through then, a then device. I agree with you 100. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, that's right. But it is a good point. You, well, exactly. Um, we usually so are the other side, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, let us. We want to know what, how you feel on this topic, particularly that last issue. Weigh in on that. Um, you know, I love to go to get my hair cut, and I have a great barber right now. And my barber and I realized that we laugh, we we solve the world's problems. Actually, we don't agree on the world's problems. He's a Republican, but we have these great conversations and we always agree to disagree. He's Russian, Jewish, and I just love him dearly. And we always have, like I said, these great conversations. Well, he was bringing up this whole thing the other day that I want you guys to weigh in on about meeting his wife. And he says, you know, when I met my wife, she was much younger than me. So he's a man in his late 30s, and he's talking about when he first met her. She was much, and I, he was essentially saying that he not morphed her, but I know I'm going to say words that are not going to sound so great. He <laughs> quaffed her, and she was a, a Democrat, and he made her into a, a Republican. His whole point being what? was that. He really believes the reason his relationship has worked and why many relationships in his mind work is when people meet early on in life so that they can form sort of a unity and a one mind. It's not to say that they're not individuals, but that they agree on the same things. He says, if you meet later on in life, you already have formed your own opinions. And I'm like, well, that's pretty where I'm falling into the category. And he was laughing. And so I guess the question is, is Uh what do you think about meeting later? Is our community totally different? Cody, you're, you're not later on in life, but but (laughs) you, you know, I am going on dates right now and I'm in my uh, tomorrow, this week I turned 52. And so it's a birthday week and I'm excited to go on my dates. And yes, I've talked about on the show before where, you know, we'll see where I'm going to be at, but I'm totally open to meeting new people and of course, I have certain things other than not, I won't go to BBQ other than that. And I told my date that and he said, no problem. Wow. But other than that, I'm open. I Yeah. Lofty we'll boundaries, Steve. Very well done. <laughs> Lofty boundaries. <laughs> oh um, I just think, what do you guys think? Uh, let's start with Lincoln on this one because okay. it's not later in life, but you were mature when you met pizza as I like to say. And how do you, where do you, how do you reckon with what my barber was saying and where you, when you met Pita? I think what your barber is saying is a little sad because the fact (laughs) of the matter is we are all spiritual beings who evolve every single day. I was not the person I was yesterday and I'm not the person tomorrow that I will be today. 
we always have a way to have new lessons and new things presented to us to evolve into a more spiritually present human being. And if you say, I quaffed my wife from a Democrat to a I know, it sounded awful, but... (laughs) And we now see eye to eye. Well, you know, I definitely have gone down the road with a certain belief system, and then I meet people that challenge that belief system, which makes me grow and mature and evolve to the person I am today. And I hope that in my relationship, we are both open to learning lessons from the world and from each other that we can constantly move forward. Now, that being said, if tomorrow Peter turned into a right-wing Republican, we would have some some things to discuss (laughs) as far as why are you thinking that way. So I do understand the concept of meeting young, but hopefully you're not meeting young and putting a 20-foot fence around you as far as this is the way we think and no one else comes into our playground. Does that make yeah, sense? Definitely, like, it does make sense. And I do think that in many doing? ways, it was in, it's from a theoretical point of view, I hear where he was coming from. And because, you know, I like getting my hair cut by him and we, we get along really well and we're totally different. And that's, I think, where I'm at right now. He doesn't realize mm-hmm. that it's taken me this long to actually be open-minded to be you know just for a quick nanosecond from the past when in my 20s i dated a republican during and i remember going to his staying with him in houston and he had a ronald reagan novel on his shelf and that triggered me at the time so much so that we got into an argument and i flew home early now, today, I don't think I, that would be as triggering to me. In other words, I was much more volatile and on my soapbox back now. I can have conversations with my very unique barber that has these viewpoints, and we can agree to disagree, and we can laugh at it. I can talk with neighbors. It's so much like I can breathe now because I'm not binded by this person has to, other than BBQ, this, they have to do what (laughs) I say or think or all this stuff. And I'm good. It's, it's much makes life that much easier to live now. So I'm in a better place. So I think he's kind of wrong with some of us because Mm -hmm. some of us, maybe it's our LGBT community that evolves and grows a little bit more than say uh, the, our hetero counterparts. Cody, what are your thoughts on what this whole thing we're talking about? There's just so much to <laughs> unpack here. First of all, BBQ oh my is God. fucking delicious. Thank okay. you. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I do think that, okay, so I'm happy that I met Joseph when he was fully formed like his ideas about his life and what he wanted from life were fully formed. He's very, very opinionated. We do butt heads sometimes about certain things. And I think that us talking and relaying our opinions together, we don't always agree that has, that builds us into better people. So I don't know if I, I don't agree with what your barber is saying, because it sounds to me 
And this is just, you know, from listening to your story, like he molded or he forced his wife into becoming. And I don't want to like put that it, on his It kind of sounded that way to me but, too, but I, I want to get my hair cut. Okay I know, but me. I wasn't, we had 30 minutes to get my hair cut and I was not about to get into all that. I do have and, one yeah. quick question. Do they have kids? Four. Four. So if you are meeting someone younger and you agree with this person, male or female, doesn't matter, that I want to have children and I want to raise them a certain way, then coming together when you're younger does make sense. Do you see what I mean? Like You came together to raise human beings on this planet that are going and it's to, going to make life that much yeah, more they're seamless going to than if. It, like that's a very straight, um, you know, some people call it narcissistic. They want little mini me's to be running around and, and mm-hmm. my, you know, I, because I'm an only child, I was always raised. It was, and my mom was an only child. We were raised as only children, but some people love to raise kids with brothers and sisters and everyone has a like-minded you know, as they're growing. So I understand that if you're raising kids, but applying that notion to Stevie dating in his fifties, that's kind of apples and oranges. Yeah. Right. Uh, Well, also I think, I think, (laughs) I think that um, when it comes to things of that nature, raising kids is a completely different animal because the kids are eventually going to be um, subjected to different stimuli and that will help form who they are as people when they're, when they're younger. So I think that that's, yes, your parents do have a lot to do with how you grow up in life, but so do, there are other factors that contribute to that. When it, when you're in a marriage and you have someone that you think that you have molded into a certain type of person that no, doesn't sit well with me. I think that, I think that it's really manipulative, controlling, and it, I, uh, I just, all the things that I don't want out of a relationship. If you want to have an easy marriage, probably find somebody that's more like you are in that marriage. Maybe don't go with somebody who you don't feel is, has completely different views than you. Uh, and then you will have an easy marriage. Yeah, and I hear what both of you are saying. And I think that, yes, to your point, Lincoln, it's it can be totally different for our community. I'm just meeting, I don't, not planning on having kids. And it can be a beautiful thing, actually, the almost the opposite of what he's saying, in that I know myself a little bit more. I'm less drama, Stevie, than I was when I was in my 20s and 30s. So now if you date mm. me, you're listening, if you're listening out there, my date tomorrow, <laughs> you're getting, Let me. I'm talking to you. Um, you are getting a more evolved Stevie when you meet me tomorrow. You are getting somebody that is not going to just get up in arms over the littlest of things. Or if you have a book that just doesn't agree with me, you're getting somebody that is, like I said, a little bit more evolved. And that to me, is just shows the differences on our communities, hetero, and we're talking Russian, Jewish, Barbara. Right, probably but that Jewish also Orthodox, is the, like not even Jew, yeah, Jewish Orthodox. But that also is one of the beautiful <clears throat> places that I'm in right now, too. I love meeting so many and being around, and I can have these relationships with people that are totally different from me, and I can laugh mm-hmm. and hear them, and 
you know, and he, I roll my eyes and he knows that and we roll each eye, you know, and it's a, it's kind of a good place to be. Yeah. I love it. I want to get this last thing in that's a little closer to our community. <laughs> uh, it's a Reddit thread that was asking the question, for those of you who date before hooking up, at what point do you make sure you are sexually compatible? This is a good one because as I go on a date bef- <laughs> tomorrow, I'm pretty sure I know where my date is on the list tomorrow. But honestly, how important was that to you knowing Lincoln before you met Pizza, where you were, if you were sexually compatible or not? It's so funny, this topic, because um, Peter and I are have a very different history. And I was a Berlin going sex club participant, black party every year, you right. know, when the black party was going. And Peter, I saw you, yeah. I saw you. <laughs> and Peter is much more of a unicorn. In the stall, yeah. in the back room. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Peter is much more of a unicorn in that he never did anything like that. And when he would go, because Peter worked for Louboutin for so many years, he knew all the drag queens and he knew all the club kid performers. So when he would go to a nightclub, he would basically go to the DJ booth with all the performers and hang out backstage and then go home. And the way he got there was going through like the medical tent to get through the VIP section, not through the front door. So he saw a very different vision of that that life and he also was never an app person but after our third date peter was like we need to have sex very soon because if we're not sexually compatible i'm out oh, and i was like wow. what wow. how how are you saying this that. to me <laughs> isn't that funny it was literally it might but i been, love that he did that, that. i love that he did that. that you said that Second date, he just put up two fingers. Then on the second date, he's like, "We need to fuck around now, or this is over." Because I don't want to. Isn't that hilarious? That of all people, I love Peter for that. No, because and I've corrupted him and molded him into something. No, I'm kidding. But but to his point, I mean, I think it's a valid. <laughs> That's right. when it's okay. It can be a valid question, <laughs> Cody. Up uh, Baguette, I love that name. Up Baguette said, "You will see once you get a boyfriend, we all become versatile." Oh. <laughs> what oh. and in in what you had said earlier, Joe really wants you to bottom. I guess you're yeah. getting there after two after two years oh, or so of anniversary <laughs> anniversary, anniversary. Yeah. Am, I, am i singing again <laughs> no it's wonderful i i would i've bought them before i would do it again and but I, you just gotta let me know you gotta fill out the proper paperwork honey <laughs> because i that sexual compatibility is is high up there definitely and i think that mainly because he has been primarily the bottom in, in our relationship then I, I i feel like i've been able to express my top energy more and more and more um not my top privilege because we both eat whatever the hell we want but to, the thing so, it was yeah. you, like we just talked about the other day on the show was that you met on grinder so i'm assuming that yeah he, you had top on yours he had bottom is that valid 
I believe that's how it went down. I'm, Is that how it will go in the movie version? Is that? <laughs> let's just keep it simple. Yeah. The movie. I think I probably had versatile top on there because, you know, I didn't want to exclude anybody, honestly. If you're a match, you're a match. But then when we, because I think ultimately, I think that what sex is, is uh, as far as compatibility, is the chemistry right. there. So, and Joe and I have great chemistry in the bedroom. So, I mean, we're, we'll work it out at the end of the day all right all right well thanks for that and lastly it's the time of travel and the museum of sex is coming to miami that's right the top rated new york city attraction will open a new outpost in south florida combining the profound and playful the museum of sex has become one of new york's top rated attractions on TripAdvisor. Now the museum is coming to Miami, Florida, where a new outpost will house everything from sexy robots to an exhibition on the history of sexual health products. Set to open this spring, the institution will occupy a vast 32,000 square foot converted warehouse in Miami's Alapatha neighborhood, which is home to a growing number of art and design venues. That's kind of exciting. I mean, I've gone to ours here in New York, and I love that it's there. I don't go that much. In fact, we should do a field trip there sometime soon. Oh, that would be fun. Wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be fun to try and do, like, not a show from there. Or I don't know if we could do a show as certain exhibits and talk about them. Because I have to tell you, this is really exciting to me. Because anything that's going to teach people more works right and that's what a museum is all about from the beginning especially if we're going to remember our history as human beings and sex so i think it's great meet yeah i've never been to the one in new york oh you haven't oh my god then we are doing a field trip here we're gonna tie steven down to a a chair and make him watch (laughs) all the harry potters and we're going to run to a sex oh my Is that one of the exhibits? <laughs> oh, my. And I have to eat BBQ. Exactly. No, I... <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're, we're going to tie you up, have you go take you to the Museum of Sex, and, and force BBQ oh in your mouth. Just, I don't know if we've said this in a show before or not, but so people know Dallas BBQ is a restaurant in New York City that is, it is. has nothing to do with Texas, <laughs> even though they pretend... Yeah. And it's a bunch of barbecued food and somewhat healthy food and a lot of unhealthy food. And they have enormous drinks that are the size of your head. And it's always a good time whether Steve will go or not. I will not be going on my date tomorrow. We'll take you for your birthday. It'll be great. Oh, my God. Which is Thursday. Yay. Yay. Happy birthday to me. Okay. Thank you so much. And you can uh, thank you for playing, everybody. Happy New Year. You can always follow my co-host. You can follow Lincoln at his protein bakery on 19th Street here in Chelsea. When you come visit us, you can visit his Instagram at protein bakery at protein bakery or his personal account at Mad Lincoln. Mad Lincoln. Follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching. KMD Coaching or his personal account, Mr. Maurice. And of course, follow us on all platforms. It's the same handler at Tags Podcast, at Tags Podcast. Thanks, guys. So much fun. And yeah. Thanks, babe. That was and in the meantime, time. continue having hot, hot gay, gay, gay sex. sex. <laughs> yes. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 